0: Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me today. I'm your host, Robbie Rao, and this is the Jesus Golf Guy Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how to practice and actually get better. Stay tuned. I hope you enjoy. All right, so this topic is super near and dear to my heart about how to practice and actually get better, because I was definitely that guy that I put all this time and all these hours when I was in high school and college really working to get better, but I just wasn't doing it the most effective way possible. I wasn't being efficient with my time. And so it's one of those things, obviously, I feel old as I say this, but it's like, man, if I wish I would have known what I know now, because I would have been a much better player um, back when I was really, really competing when I was in high school and college. Um, So it was so interesting. It was like, just a probably about a year or two into when I was like starting to coach, I was a young teacher, I was like twenty three ish and um, I started realizing I was like, man, like I got all these high school and college kids that are working with me and and some are getting better, some are staying the same, and some are getting worse. I was like, Why is this happening and I remember it was like a high school season um, it was like just in like that August September time frame, and I was really evaluating this, and I was really contemplating like why that was the case because um, the common denominator was me. So I was thinking like, well, what can I do to be better? Um, and I started really realizing, I was looking at everybody's game and I was thinking like, well, everybody's working on what I think they should work on or they're supposed to be. Um, like technically speaking or whatever was going on with our game. But it was very interesting when I started looking at, I heard about this, what's called the 80-20 principle. So the eighty twenty principle is simply 20% of your effort or what you do produces about 80% of your results. And 80% of your effort produces 20% of your results. So simply put, it's like, you know, in my business, I've got a couple things going on, you know, I teach lessons, I schedule lessons, um, I put stuff on social media, I make practice plans, all these different things go on, right? But really, like, if I were to just focus on one or two of those, what are my most important things? My most important things is obviously teaching and scheduling lessons, right? After that, like posting on social media or doing something for the current at the country club, like those are necessary. But if I spent 80% of my work week working on posting on Instagram, I wouldn't be in business. So I always like to look at our golf game is like as a business. It's like, you know, if we, if we were the CEO of our golf game, would we fire ourselves? Would we still be in, in, would we still have a job, right? So the goal of this is it's learning how to manage your game from a perspective of like, am I maximizing my time? Am I, am I managing my game from the perspective of like, would this, if this was a business, be making money? Would this be succeeding, right? So, so basically what I started doing was I started evaluating this and I started looking at all my students and I was asking them questions. I said, hey, so we know your most important thing is working on your takeaway in the full swing and working on your uh, short putting when it comes to short game. Your chipping is pretty good and everything else is pretty good. Your bunker game is good, but it's more so of like, listen, we got to nail the takeaway so that um, we hit the ball more solid and more consistent and we got to make our short putt. Those are the things that are holding us back. Hypothetically speaking, if that for that player was their 20% stuff that was producing, that we needed to produce 80% of the results, what I mean by that is it's simply like, those two parts of their game, there, we'll say their takeaway and their short putts, are what's going to actually maximize the results. It's actually what's holding them back the most. And I know from week to week that may change depending on what we're working on or what's going on in your game. But let's say for this time, that's what we're doing. So I would ask this player, I would say like, hey, so how much time are you actually actually doing this? What I found was it was it was crazy. What I found was, um, but you know, and I say it was crazy, but in reality. When you really look at it from like a like an aerial perspective, it makes so much sense. The players that were spending 40% or less of their time working on their most important stuff were actually getting worse. The players that were spending between 40 and, you know, 50 or 60% of their time working on their most important stuff, those guys were like plateauing. Those guys and girls the ones that were practicing their most important stuff 60 to 80% of the time were actually getting better. So you have this trend where you have people that were getting worse were actually practicing their most important things 40% or less of the time they would practice. I mean it was crazy. Like I had a conversation with a kid last year that this kid has so much talent, like like just crazy raw talent, right? And and the big thing for him was he's so strong, he can hit the ball so far, but it's like, listen, that distance is all right, but if we can't control it, it does us no good. So I was like, How much time his most important thing was distance control with his irons. You know, can he really maximize his his potential by just improving distance control? So that was the thing. I was like, How much time are you spending per practice session working? And I asked him that question. You know what he said to me? He said like five or 10 minutes, right? So if he's practicing for three hours a day, he's only working on that literally like 3% 3% of the time. You wonder why his scores weren't getting better because he wasn't working on his most important thing more than 60% of the time, all right? And I and I give us some grace here because it's hard to really like spend 80% of our time working on, you know, just one or two areas. But if we really understood how success works, it's like we got to spend the majority of our time working on our most important thing until that gets better, then we reevaluate our game and we go from there. So, this is what I've learned. Like I've said, if we spend most of our time practicing our most important thing, we will get better. All right, so the next step here is just understanding the the value of our time. This is one thing like again, I would, you know, I would practice putting for 2-3 hours a day at times, but if I really realized that maybe one particular week working on putting for that long wouldn't do me so good if instead of spending time in like the bunker or or hitting short-sided chip shots or whatever. I would have gotten better just by focusing on what I needed to do that particular day or that particular week. So here's the next step that's really necessary. We understand that we have to manage our time and, and, and do it on percentages. The next step here is understanding that we have to evaluate our game. We have to identify every area of our game that's holding us back. So, what I like to do is, and you can take your notes down, write this down, and I'll even put this in the description as well. Our evaluation is simply this you evaluate your T shots, your hybrids in your woods, your long irons, your short irons, your fairway bunker shots, your escape shots. I like doing that one because, you know, we will hit in trees eventually or we will you know hit a bad shot here or there but it's like how well are we recovering from it all right if it takes us three to get out of the trees we got to address that situation because that we can save two shots there all right so the next area would be like 100 to 125 yards for my longer players 70 to 100 yards 30 to 65 yards evaluate all these areas i like to call that 30 to 65 yards like the pitching area Um, I like that because it's not such like a full swing. It's more like a half swing. So I like calling the 30 to 65 a pitching area. Okay, so then we have short-sided chipping, We have lag chipping. Uh, Short sided chipping is essentially when the hole is close to you and you're just off the green. Lag chipping is when you have a lot of green to work with. So we have short sided chips, we have lag chips, we have bunker shots, we have short putts, we have mid range putts, we have lag putts. And then we can evaluate our mindset and our strategy. And yes, I understand that, you know, if you're a player that's in college, you can start identifying in these areas, you know, what particular shots that you need to work on in a particular bunker shot. So, for example, there's all different shots. There's shots you can run out, the shots that you can check, there's the chunk and run, you can hit some high spinners, Um, you can hit some low shots that um, you know, that can carry across a green that, you know, hits once and stop. There's so many different shots you can hit in a bunker. So, you know, once you evaluate and if you're at that point of your game where you can evaluate, you know, let's say bunkers are the problem, but you can actually start looking at, well, you know, I'm pretty good when it's a good lie or it's an uphill lie, but when the ball's below my feet or when I'm plugged, I'm like a 2 out of 10. Then we need to address that particular shot, right? Okay, so anyways, you want to evaluate all these parts of your game from a scale of 1 to 10. Just keep it simple. Simple. You can add a little note to it as well. Like, you know, so for example, if you want to evaluate your tee shots as like a seven, but you're like, you know, um, when I have, when I have to hit three it off a tee, I don't do so well. That's why it's a three. My driver is really, really good. Or, or, you know, let's say like, you're like, Hey, listen, um, my short putts are a three out of 10. The problem is I hit it too far. So, so my role is too much. Um, so basically in that situation there, sorry, my alarm just went off. Um, So in that situation there, like if your speed is too fast on short putts, you can make note of that so that we can address that particular situation. So step one, you need to understand it's important to maximize your practice time by spending the correct percentage of your time working on your game. Step two, or the parts of your game that are necessary. Step two, you must evaluate your whole game to identify which areas are holding you back. So you look at the question is this. If I were to improve one or two parts of my game that would affect my score the most which one or two parts of that game would that be you know is it tee shots is it putting is it bunkers is it chip shots All those types of things, okay? So that's extremely important. What you do then is you actually say, like you you lay out how much time you're going to be practicing. Let's say you have, let's say you only have an hour, right? You have an hour after school or an hour after work, you're going to come and practice. So you have 60 minutes, right? So what you do is you simply say, you know what, I'm going to work on my most important things today for 70% of that time. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. I put that in my calculator and I see that's 42 minutes. So I have 42 minutes I'm going to work on my most important thing and the other 18 minutes I'm going to just Manage the other parts of the game. We don't want to leave those other parts of the game in the dust. You just want to manage them. So, for example, if your tee shots are the best part of your game, doesn't mean I don't want you to practice it. You just don't need to do it for thirty minutes. Like if you only have an hour, why don't you just go hit tee shots for five minutes, get your feel, see some good shots, and move on? Right? If your short putting is the best part of your game, why spend an hour of your hour and a half practicing? Hypothetically, your short putts—if that's the best part of your game. We have to address the areas that are causing the issues. So, again, let's say we have, like, so we time block. Now we understand we have um, just going back. Let's apply this situation. So we realize that we, we have an hour to practice. We want to do 70, 75% of our time. So it's 42 minutes of our practice time, of our hour is going to be on our most important thing. With that being said, you then evaluate your game. What are the one or two areas that's holding you back the most? Then from there, you actually then plug into that 42 minute time slot, those one or two areas, right? And then oh, there's the last 18 minutes you plug in like, okay, you know, day one, I'm going to work on. If, if these aren't the issue, these are my, you know, 18 minute work. I'm going to work on tee shots and my short irons. The next day I'm going to go ahead and work on some like chipping and bunker shots. The next day I'm going to work on my long irons and my hybrids, right? So you don't have to work on everything at the same time, but it's because, you know, how do you jam in, you know, 10 parts of your game in 18 minutes? You don't, but it's like picking two or three of them, just kind of rolling through it just to keep the reps up. But then the key is to really spend time and focus on those areas that need the most work, right? Right. This is what is so important. This is where like, you know, if you don't know how to do this on your own, you've got to go find a coach. Whether you're local, that's me or one of the other local teachers, whether you're like out of state in another country, wherever you're hearing this, you need to find a golf coach that can help point you in the right direction. So as a coach, our job is this simple. Our job is this simple. We have to teach you to do things correctly and then point you in the right direction, right? We have to do that. If we don't do that, we're not doing our job. Once we do that, it's now up to you to manage your time. Now I can listen, I've taught this to my players till I was blue in the face, especially my juniors. I, I've explained this to them. But the thing is, if you're not working on your most important if you're not managing your time well individually, like as a teacher, I, I can't do anything about that. I can tell you to to your to I'm blue in the face saying like Listen, here's the deal, man. You're literally three putting five times around, six times around. That's the reason why you're shooting 78. If you want to go to the low 70s, like between 72 and like 75, if you want to be in that place, we've got to work on putting. We've got to spend most of our time practicing putting. I mean, I've literally, like this particular week, I've taken one of my students' bags. I've asked their parents. They, I got the green light. I actually took their bag. I, I keep it with me in my building, I lock it up. And I just gave him his putter, and I said, you need to go practice your putter for the next few days because the putter is holding us back. This kid hits it so well, but he three putts like between four and eight times around. He shoots like between 78 and 82. It's like if we just putted better, if we just stopped three putting and just started making our short putts, having some good speed, if we started working on that, we would be so much better. We would actually be accomplishing our goals, right? So the point is, guys, it's like, I can tell you or your coach can tell you to her blue in the face what you need to work on. You have to spend a certain amount of time doing it. But if you don't do it, it's not doing us any good. Like, you know, you could be working with a nutritionist, but, you know, if you just love eating junk food, um, it's it's up to you to decide, are you going to eat that food or are you going to make the better decision, right? And you can learn and you get all the good information you need. But if you don't apply it, it doesn't help. So I'm just encouraging you right now to just uh, just... Come at your game a little differently this year, approach it a little differently. I want you to practice to actually get better. And the key is again, you need to understand you have to maximize your practice time by practicing what's most important. You have to understand that we we must do this. It's a percentage game, not just a time game. You have to practice your most important parts of your game. You have to practice those a higher percentage of the time. I know it sounds so obvious, but Boy, it is crazy how I see so many people in golf, even successful people in the business world or whatever that understand this principle in the business world. Don't apply it in the game of golf. I, I just see it all the time. So again, it's this simple. We have to maximize our practice time by spending a higher percentage of our practice time on our most important things. And I like doing that definitely over 60%. Definitely. I love to get it between that 70 and 80% range. That'd be awesome, right? But to do that, we must evaluate our game. That's the key. We must evaluate our game. We must see exactly where every part of our game is at. We, may, we must see what's holding us back the most because we may think it's our tee shots, but we don't realize that we're hitting our chip shots to like 15 feet. We're not we're never getting them close. We can never get it up and down. Because quite frankly, I don't want to leave myself 15 feet for chipping to get up and down, especially if I'm playing in competition, because PGA tour average from 15 feet is 22%. Their make percentage is 22%. So if I'm hitting my chip shots to 15 feet, now I'm not on the PGA tour, but regardless, even if I was a great putter, Let's say I was a great, great putter, and my average was 35% there, right? At that point, I still don't want to leave myself that far of a putt because it's not a high percentage make. So there's different things in our game we have to evaluate to see what is really holding us back. And once you do that, you gotta be, you got to do the math with like figuring out how, once, you, once you start seeing like what your most important parts of your game that's holding you back are, what you do there is then you just time block. Let's say I'm like, all right, I got 90 minutes to practice today. So you do the whole math. You figure out what's 70% of that 90 minutes. Then you set aside that time. You get real specific in what you want to do. Once you figure that out, then you start plugging in the other 20% or the 30% time, right? You then just figure out what you want to plug in there. That's easy. So again, guys, the goal is you got to work on the right thing during that time as well. Okay, So I really, really hope that this will be a blessing for you. And um, I look forward to talking with you soon because I have some more things coming up about how to really maximize that practice time, what it looks like in there, in that 70% of working on your most important thing. And then some other episodes in the golf side of this podcast is coming up about journeying from shooting 90s or higher to the 80s, what that looks like, what you're supposed to do. I see it all the time. I see people going from the 100s, the 120s, down to the 80s. I see it. So And I, and I can show you this is what you're supposed to do. Another episode is journeying from the 80s into the 70s, and then from the high 70s to the low 70s into the 60s. So we can talk about what we do in those areas to get you down to shooting in those scores you're desiring to shoot, all right? So, Guys, I pray this is a blessing for you. Maximize your practice time by working on your most important things for the higher percentage of your time. Practice to actually get better. This is the Jesus Golf Guy. I hope you enjoyed.